doesn't count. Simpsons did it only applies to TV show plots. Are you kidding me? It should count even more. Season 5, episode 10, Siegfried and Roy are mauled by their own white tiger. Michael, we are aware of the episode. It's just best not to make light of something... Okay, like, look, there's an episode of Bob's Burgers where Bob enlists the help of an arcade nerd to help him get better at a video game. Simpsons did it. Right, or King of the Hill where Peggy goes to the bowling alley and she's ashamed of her big feet. Simpsons did it. I actually like to play Simpsons did Simpsons. It's the advanced version. Example, season 7, Homer gets hired to be Burns' new lackey and Smithers gets jealous. Simpsons did it, season 2. If you're pre-born, you're fine. If you're preschool, you're fucked. You get your ass to work and save my country from these cock-sucking Republicans. Our enemies are innovative and resourceful, and so are we. They never stop thinking about new ways to harm our country and our people, and neither do we. I say we take off and nuke the entire site from Morgan. It's the only way to be sure. There is a separate there is a separation of church and state. There is not a separation of faith and politics. <laughs> oh wait, you're serious. Let me laugh even harder. <laughs> God created a perfect world. He created everything in six days, just a few thousand years ago. Serious? Okay, good. Yeah, I can hear you. Okay, don't let me eat any more pizza. No, just, into the microphone Jesus. is disgusting. Why? Yeah. Plus, I'm fucking fat. That right there, those three slices are probably more calories than I ate yesterday. <laughs> My relationship <laughs> with food is very weird this last year or so. Mm. Anyway, um, so um, what today, do I want to say? Today is what, May 10th? 10th? Yes. 2016. I figure we should start saying the date on the beginning of these since I hold on to them for two years before nah, I release that's them. That's cool. Yeah. Um, so what episode, episode are we? 389. Really? 389? I don't even yeah. remember the 370s. I know. You say that every week. Do I really? You do. Yes. <laughs> Next week will be 390, and you'll say, I don't remember we were in the 80s. I remember the 80s. I remember the 80s. Anywho. So, um, this is good. Just, we're gonna, we'll, just fucking all civil war, all civil right? war. Spoiler alert. We're going to spoil the fuck out of this movie. Yeah. All right? Well, we're going to discuss <clears throat> everything, everything. All right. And I got to tell you, there's, it's, excuse me. It's a little disappointing in a way. Hmm. What is it? that you liked it? Oh, what is it? or that I liked it. Oh. That, that we both liked it. Nah, it's fine. Because then we can't really argue about how wrong you are. Well, why would we argue? Because you're often wrong. So well, anyway. Mm, um, I don't know. At least I don't like a traffic helicopter. Oh, fuck you. Fuck. What do you mean? You don't live. Fuck Blue Thunder. Blue Fun Thunder was a fucking traffic helicopter. Oh, Blue Thunder is actually a military helicopter. It was used in the fucking police. Fuck you. Fuck Blue Thunder. Mm. Fuck you. Trump's fucking <laughs> helicopter. Oh, that's... Airwolf is Trump's helicopter. Fuck you. Yep. You're Trump's helicopter. I don't even know what that means. Nobody does, but it sounds dirty. <laughs> that's an insult. You're Trump's helicopter. <laughs> you helicopter Trumpin' motherfucker. See, there's you your Trumpin'. argument, all right? God damn it. You good? All right. Fuck you. So, thunder. So this film starts off with them chasing uh, Brock Lumlow. 
crossbones. Yeah. Um, and they are in Lagos, Nigeria, right? Or Lagos? No, they're in Lagos. No, wait, they were. Uh, wait, what? Yeah. All yeah, right, I was confused. They were in Lagos. I don't know. It doesn't they, really matter. Because they had mentioned Nigeria at some point, too. Yeah, so it doesn't matter. So anyway, they yeah. um, so they're chasing that bad guy. Shit goes bad. Are we going to recount the movie? Well, we, we should, we talk should about go stuff through that we like? point by point for, you know, quickly. Okay. Um, I loved the fight um, between Cap and um, Crossbones. That was awesome. Yeah. Good fight. Uh, the whole... The whole um, mm. Assault on the on the building when the when when Brock's guys had it. Yeah, that was was really well done. Yeah, when they you mean like when Cap went in and did that whole thing? Yeah, or when they, yeah they put the gas. Yeah, yeah, she takes the gas out of the building. That yeah. was pretty cool. I like the way she sort of you know you know magicked him up through the window. Yes, that was cool. It was little lots of little sh- like cool shit like that that. Kind of really shows how they're working as a team. Yeah. So much better. Yeah. It's uh, really cool. And they're doing more with Scarlet Witch than they did in in Age of Ultron. Before, it was little things here and there, you know, pulling Ultron's heart out. Yeah, but I think with, I mean, by now, exactly, she's growing. And and in that other one, I mean, half the movie, she was with the bad guy. Yeah. yeah. um, No, but it's nice to see some growth. growth Yeah, definitely. And the power. Um, she, at the end of the fight with Cap, Crossbones has a bomb strapped to him and she puts a magic bubble around him. Basically, she put a, um, a, uh, pink shield. I'm going to say it's like the girl from the Incredibles. Yeah. (laughs) That kind of bubble around just a force field basically around him and throws him up. Now, did she mean to throw him further, or did something? I can't remember. Did I don't know. Happen? I think it was just kind of like letting me get it out of here, and it's just like, oh, it's kind of like when you kind of, you know, like if you walk into a room and you throw your keys on the table, you don't realize that oh, my keys are about to slide into that cup, and then the cup yeah. is falls yeah. down. You just sort of like, like your her whole idea was, let me get this out of here. Yeah. Oh, shit, there's a building there. Oh, yeah. there are people in there. They're dead. Now, brings us to our first point. What? She had a total emotional breakdown because that happened. Yeah, she was kind of a mess. And it mattered. Her yeah. reaction mattered. Cap's reaction, Falcon, everybody was very grim, but not, you know, grim dark. They were all very, fuck, we fucked that part up. Yeah. Um, but that was the last straw. Yeah. And you don't think about it until it's all laid out in front of you, you know, um, um, what was the first? New thing? York. Right. New York, <laughs> New Sokovia, York. D.C. Yep. Not to mention all of the other stuff that they didn't talk about, like the the alternate dimensions in London uh, from Thor. Oh, yeah. And um, Destroyer from the first Thor movie. 
the yeah, just Mandarin, all the, all all the, the collateral damage yeah. that's gone on. And yeah. Vision made a really, really good point that since we started getting more badass, the bad guys have gotten more badass too. Everybody's up their game. Yeah, and um, they, they, I thought that was a really interesting point. They pulled the whole: Is Batman the reason they're here, or is? Is Batman the reason that the villains are here, or are the villains the reason Batman? It's the same yeah. thing, but unlike, and we are going to shit on Batman versus Superman at some point here. Unlike that, it it actually attempted to answer the question. But what it did do, like Batman, is because when Tony gets confronted with you know his mistakes mm. by the mom after the thing and the kid died. Um, so I think that his reaction to that is similar to Bruce's reaction. I went through. All right. So let me ask you this. As you went through the movie. Yeah. I don't think that there was a one side or another side. Do you, you know what? I was I was really, really surprised that like the reaction to the the Sokovia mm. Accords was what it was. Cap is always such a, you know, by the book, ah, see. you know, thing. I've been thinking and, about this. and Tony has always been like a real kind of like rebel, do his own thing kind of thing. But I think that Tony sort of gets shocked into, okay, we need to be reined in by the dead kid. Yeah. Well, from the beginning, I mean, first Iron Man, first Captain America. You said you know you're not eating on the microphone. God damn it! I gotta stop you. You said you're right. I know. Um, Tony says, "Fuck you! You're not getting my Iron Man suits to uh, Gary Hydra Shandling." Yeah, and Cap the late is huh? The late. Yes, <laughs> um, he'll be here soon. Um, I know. And and Cap is you know language government. I am here. I am here to do a job. Right. I'm, doing I'm a soldier. Job. Boom. But Iron Man 2, his stuff is stolen and used against him. He doesn't like his stuff being used as weapons. Mm -hmm. And in part three, it's even worse because the whole extremists and, yeah. and all that. So his viewpoint slowly changes. Avengers changed him. He had the whole shell shock thing going on yeah. uh, through part three and then creating Ultron and fucking that all up. Yeah. leads to uh, General Ross laying it all out and him saying, oh, shit. Yeah. <laughs> I really fucked up. Yeah. And Pepper's, um, Pepper's out of the picture for a little while. They're on a break, whatever that yeah. means. And then Cap, who is all for the country, the government, I follow the rules. He slept through the transitional change of, you know, World War II. Yeah. Eisenhower and all Plus, that. Plus, he also... Nixon. But he also um, lived through shield crumbling mm. and the whole, like, okay, these groups do have their agendas. Yeah. So, you know, the but, UN yeah, is going to have an agenda. Government. So everybody's going to have an agenda. What if there is shit going down and yeah, we can't go? The one government um, that he trusted... Betray yeah. him, and that was right. that was all or, of Winter I don't Soldier. Know if, yeah, I mean, I think betray is a little strong. I think that it was it was co opted. Yeah, you know. Yeah, but it was the corruption. Yeah, we'll say that 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 really that, got that to him. really and and turned Tony into more of an optimist and 
cap into more of a pessimist. Yeah. And it really was, if you go back and watch them, it's a slow yeah. arc. And then it's... I'll agree. Bam. Watching them over... Th- 13 movies now yeah okay yeah you could see that you could see that happening yeah that's a that's a really good point Mm. that's a really good point um and i like the way they did it like shit mattered you know you cared yeah it was it was great and then the big reveal about um about tony's parents yeah you know i i did not see that coming yeah who knew his mother's name was martha right yeah um, and also just, but just the, like when they showed the car crash, did you know that was Tony's parents? I didn't know it was Tony's no. parents until the reveal at the end. Once they, once Zemo had them in the bunker and the thing was there, like that's when I, that's when it all kind of clicked together. Because it's like, okay, that's that. There's a reason he's yeah, showing. Yeah, after this. he's, you know. Yeah. But you know what gets but me? But it was the whole movie up to that point where I'm like, why are we going back to that hit? Well, what gets me is Zemo's plan. Mm. And again, with any sort of, you know, master villain, you always got to wonder. It's just like, was there a simpler way for him to do mm. what he did? I mean, really, because all he really needed to do, Tony's kind of accessible you know who he is yeah okay it's very easy to just go yeah cap's best friend kills your parents you know that right yeah but that wouldn't be enough because he had to get the world to step in and say something and that's what killing um killing killing the king did it started the accords no, the accords. They were well, signing no, the mean, accords I mean, at the thing. I mean, it it cemented yeah. everybody's everybody's feelings. But about I still them. think that. I mean, it's a long way to go. I mean, to get them, to get Cap and Iron Man kind of, you know, at odds over Bucky, mm. and then to make it even worse by throwing in the parents. Yeah. Just seemed like an awful lot of work, but then again, I'm lazy. But it wasn't that much, really. I mean, all he did was put on a mask and blow up a truck. Yeah, and but from then the there, everybody fake interrogation else did it. and hanging the dude upside down. You got to go by rope. It's, oh, it's just oh, I'm too at lazy least, to be a at least villain. his motives were. You can think back and 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 say, oh. Yeah, okay. It's it's convoluted, but he didn't waste he didn't do superfluous stuff and nothing was really left to chance. No, I'll give him that. I'll give him that cuz usually in a lot of those plans, it's kind of mm. like, well, that was really kind of lucky. Yeah. You know, yeah. but everything he did made I mean, sense. Yeah, you, uh, you they showed him Spending a lot of time learning the keywords yeah. to activate him and just like trying to find the right information. He had to find yeah. where to go to get the book, to do all that. And it at no point, and it didn't take up a lot of screen time either. No. Um, what did you think about? Um, you know what I thought was really weird to see? Hmm. 
vision dressed in clothes. Yeah, he does that in the comics, though. But it, it is. I understand, weird. but it is. I yeah. mean, it's creepy. It's like seeing Doc, like Doctor Manhattan, dressed in a suit. Just like but I don't want to look at your dick all day. I, but the interesting thing about that is it makes him stranger than if he was just with the cape and right. floating. It's like I'm gonna just try and be a dude. He's trying to be one of the just Beach Boys. Like yeah. And and it sh- and it and it's this. I think it's a, just a subconscious reminder of how alien this whole thing is. Yeah. Not alien from space, obviously, but, yeah, but like but just different an artificial human. Yeah. And also, um, I saw somebody on on YouTube. I was watching like 107 facts about Civil War, just to refresh my memory uh, before we did this. And they said that that you know one of the reasons why you couldn't have hulk in this is because the whole movie would be over too soon because he'd just smash everything and i'm like yeah vision is absurdly super powered yeah like he has the beam from the infinity gem right and he can phase through solid matter and fly yeah he's unstoppable that fight that he had with um yeah who did he fight he fought Hawkeye. Yeah, that's in, it. In the in the in the, the apartment yeah. there. Yeah, yeah, it was hilarious. Useless. Yeah, absolutely useless. It was hilarious. It was. And it, something else in the airport fight when Black Widow and Hawkeye are fighting. <laughs> <laughs> and this is, I think, this is what it, they were fighting. For an idea, not out of hate. Yeah. Because they're like, we're still friends after this. Yeah, and you right? know what it was? Like, it was like, how hard you hit they're all just kind of fighting to keep like Cap from getting to where he needs to be. Yeah. You, you, you know, it's just like, yeah. all right, I'm, I'll keep this one occupied. You keep this one occupied. It's like a really violent game of football. Yeah. And then there's Scarlet Witch who comes down and just so you was you were pulling your punches. Yeah. You know? Yeah. But I think that that was great because it's just like, look, we're not trying to kill each other. We're just frustrated right. and the whole thing is a fucking mess. And yeah. I got to tell you, yeah. all right, I got to tell you, I am so fucking in on that Spider-Man. I have never seen a better Spider-Man. Fantastic. Really good. I have also never seen a better Peter Parker. Fantastic. And I have never seen a better looking Aunt May. <laughs> Part of me is just like, you know what? Marissa Tomei looks, I know she's over 50. Is okay? she? She is. Oh. Okay? Um, she looks fantastic. Mm. You know? But almost too fantastic. But he's what? 16. So yeah. she can be yeah, that old. Yeah. And it's interesting, too, because if he's young, then the villains can be a little younger. Yeah. And, or they could be older professory types like in the comics. And you could still have some of the crazier comic book things like Dr. Octopus. Yeah. Dating Aunt May. I got to tell you, what was hilarious is that Robert Downey Jr. used to date Marissa Tomei. They oh, were in Chaplin together. They were in right. some other fucking that's movie right. together that I can't remember. But, um, yeah. So that must just be fun, like just pure fun for them. But he was fantastic. His, his, his dialogue in the, in the room, when we're introduced to Peter in the bedroom talking yeah. to Stark, that was great. 
it was great because he was he was still a kid, but he was just he also he was assertive enough. Yeah, like you know. Spike. Well, he knows I can rip this guy in half. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> as long as he's not in the suit. Yeah, uh, but and- Stark was smart. He found the costume immediately. Like he knew he knew what he was going to do. Yeah, and um, I got to tell you, and and the fight stuff with Spider Man. Was yeah. just awesome. Hey, you have a metal arm. That's awesome. <laughs> but he stopped the punch, and Winter Soldier was just like, "What the, the fuck? fuck? Who is this guy?" <laughs> I know. And was it was it Falcon that said, "Hey, I you must be new at this. There's just, not this much talking in a fight." <laughs> oh, sorry, sorry. <laughs> It was awesome, and it was so goddamn genuine. Yeah. Like when, oh, like when they take um, Ant Man out of the van. Hey, hey, Captain America, guys, I know you too. You're great, but <laughs> just wow, look at the just. And it was just, and that's what makes that's what makes the Marvel stuff great because mm-hmm. these are their personalities. You know, yeah. the DC stuff, they are just their personalities is too fucking serious. Okay, yeah. you don't have anyone light. In the DC universe. No, and if you do, they're a bad guy. Yeah. So, um, but just to see, just to, oh, God, it was just, it that fight at the airport was just pure fun. And then when Ant-Man gets huge. When, when Ant-Man pulled his giant man thing, I leaned further back into the chair and my brain said to me, this is the fucking movie you've been waiting for. This is an Avengers film. Because oh, it God. was, oh, totally. it was Giant Man and Scarlet Witch and Vision and oh, yeah. and Cap and I, and it was like, <gasps> holy shit, things aren't gonna, oh fuck, yeah. things aren't gonna get better than this. Oh wait, Infinity, Infinity War, Wars. sixty characters. Oh. Ah. But I like it, you know. They got Ant Man on the Arrow. Okay, Arrow oh, guy. That was so great. <laughs> arrow guy. That was, and I loved his new helmet. It looked really yeah, nice. Yeah, and Falcon's like, oh, everyone's got a gimmick. There Who's was, that guy? There it was, was a second, though, where I did hate new Spider-Man. When? Hey, you guys see that old movie, The Empire Strikes Back? Oh, uh, yeah, it's like, fuck you. That really old movie is what he said. Yeah, I know. But that's all right, because they, they did the AT-AT thing. You know, somebody tried to make fun of me for saying AT-AT. Why? I don't know. Because fuck you. We, you know, have you seen that meme? It's just where it says, you know, you, um, oh, what was it? It was, <laughs> it was you were always, there's something about like, like you've only just, you know, learned about the Star Wars. I lived through oh. them. I was born, <laughs> you know? Yeah. Oh, I feel like we're missing a bunch of stuff. Um, I really liked the, um, the fight at the end. Between Cap, Bucky, hey, uh, uh, yeah, jumping away from that, mm. um, what'd you think of Black Panther? Oh my god! Holy shit! The thing, fucking, what's his dude did with the motorcycle? Yeah. Oh, that was so fucking cool. Yeah. I was sitting there. I was with I was with Dan and wife and his wife and kids, and um, I was sitting there next to next to Andrea's son Gavin and. <laughs> did the thing with the motorcycle gavin i just hear gavin go <gasps> just breathe in really fast <laughs> because that was like that's one of those like that was sick that was awesome yeah. that was like kind of as cool as when you had like in that movie um wanted mm. when angelina jolie like spins the car and takes oh, professor x right into the seat right into yeah. the seat you yeah. know <laughs> where lara croft picks up professor x <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, 
Yeah. And then they have to go fight God. (laughs) Sounds about right. I asked Alan afterwards because we've, we watched the um, Avengers cartoons and um, Black Panther has always been like, here's Black Panther. I said, so she actually said, you know, I liked what they did with Black Panther. And I said, now, wait a minute. You don't give a shit about Black Panther. And she said, no, he was regal. He was driven. He had purpose. He was fleshed out faster and and better than any cartoon. He wasn't an add-on. Yeah. What I liked about him, though, is that his he didn't choose sides. He didn't give a fuck what these people are arguing about. He's like, yeah, that guy. Yeah. I'm going to kill that guy, and I'm going to get to that guy, and I'm going to kill that guy. Yeah. And then when new information came in, yeah. he actually said... All right, I won't kill that I'm guy. I'm done. All right, that's fine. Yeah. I think I think um it's going to be his movie is going to be very interesting. But him as an addition to the whole group, I think is going to make it Yeah. interesting. Yeah, his alliance with Cap yeah. at the end there. What did you think of the um the credits things? The first one you had heard there was a second. Had you heard there was you, a second? You told, I told me there you were two. Okay. Um, the first one was with Black Panther, right? Yeah, that's where you see that Bucky goes, you know, back in the ice. Yes, yes. He doesn't have his arm. And, and why, why did they freeze? Because they're just oh, like, you know what? Because the they, right, yeah. Right, because anybody can say those words and then. Yeah. Yeah. I didn't, the only thing I didn't like about that was how much mist there was in Wakanda before you got to the giant, I'm assuming vibranium carved. Yeah. I don't know how that's possible. How do you carve vibranium? Black Panther. Like, how do you make the suit? I I mean, really, how do they make the shit? I don't know, but he was hit with like, you know, all those bullets. And he just looked at the helicopter like the fuck. Right. Seriously. Do you know who I am? Yeah. But they they established vibranium in first Captain America and they show that it doesn't like knock you back or anything at all. That's like, he's fucking strong. Well, what was great is when Spider-Man goes, you know, your shield doesn't follow the laws of physics, right? (laughs) (laughs) So to everybody in the audience, he goes, well, Cap's shield doesn't follow. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, we were we were watching the 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 107 facts and they got the Spider-Man finally and um they showed the eye thing yeah and um right before that Nova was trying to get the words out real quick but she was really impressed with the mask how the eyes moved and everything oh yeah and um that was that was great cuz it gave expression yeah on a on a solid surface basically i gotta tell you though one of the things that i liked from the trailer and i was a little disappointed in when it happened in the movie Mm. was his entrance i liked his hi everyone thing because i think that that was more him as opposed to whatever he says you know he's just like hey it's captain america yeah you know yeah (laughs) Sorry, taking a drink. Um, (sighs) 
Plus, I think there are explanations for for Hulk and Thor. Thor. Thor, Thor's Thor at home. has no. Yeah, Thor He's home. He's we, just like they have no. It's like you know. Thor's just that. like yeah. Fuck we you. talked about that on the way home. Like he's from another planet. Yeah. So our decisions don't matter. He's gonna come down to whatever the fuck he wants. Right. He's Thor. Have you seen him? Yeah. And then Banner's like got his little self-imposed exile. You know, he doesn't want to be a part of it. No. No. And I hope they do not give him his own movie. Because no. it would either be a whole bunch of moping and a whole bunch... No, seriously. I, I mean... I have not fully enjoyed a Hulk movie, and I've never gone back to the TV series ever since it aired. Well, I mean, the TV series was fine because I was, you know, eight. Right, but if you tried to watch it now, everything would be... Oh, I've seen Frankenstein. I get it. Yeah. Yeah. Now, Hulk, I think, works best as a supporting character. Yeah. yeah. Jim yeah. Rash was great. He was the dean of MIT. Yep. And he was basically the same dean that he was in Community, just begging for money. Yep. That was a nice That was a nice little nod. Yeah, I like him a lot. He's funny. Yeah. Yeah. Are we forgetting any, any characters? Um, Ant-Man... I loved. He was great. Who would have ever figured that Paul fucking Rudd would be somebody that like gets one of the biggest memorable parts in the movie? I know. Literally. Literally. Yeah. Oh. So Scarlet Witch was great. I yeah. think character-wise, she's growing a lot. Vision is great. Yeah. Um, yep. Their little Black Widow. They're saying she's going to get her own movie. I think that would be awesome. I want to. I, I saw a poster that some fan made up called Bucharest. <sighs> you know, which I think would be awesome. Yeah, it has to be. It has to be a Bond style. Oh, totally. Yeah. Like it, it's got to be her and Clint. Yeah, he give, has to. He yeah, has to be. Give them. Plan. Give them their prequel. Yeah, you know, and give them. Yeah, just give it to them. Um, and it does. It does it have to, to be, be. It has. She has to be. It has the to be star. a spy movie. Yeah. Yeah. And um, and I think that it could be one of those things where, like, you know how in all the Bond movies, Bond is doing his thing, and mm -hmm. then, like, there's always, like, kind of three-quarters of the way through after he fucks a couple people, mm -hmm. he ends up, like, with the Bond girl who he ends up helping him throughout the rest of the thing, and, yeah. and then they end up... That's Hawkeye. That's Hawkeye. She'd yeah. be the Bond girl. Absolutely. Right? Absolutely. You know, the one who sort of, you know, tags along after and, and helps out. Because he's married. Yeah. So it, it, yeah. Right. I think that that would be perfect. Yeah, that would you be. You know, and it's, I think it's, I think it's great. It, it, it answers, it solves a whole lot of hmm. socio problems. Yeah. Um, but I think that would be fantastic. Yeah. Um, Vision, I think you could do a whole bunch of shorts with him, you know, going to the supermarket. I like when he says, you know, you know, since I've never really ever eaten anything. Yeah. I don't I'm again I'm trying to cook. I thought that was cool. Yeah. He's I'm I'm really glad that he has an actual physical role in the movies now. Yeah. And I like the chick who did Friday. I liked Friday. I like when he when when Iron Man tells, you know, when she's yelling at Iron Man, you can't you can't fight him. Mm. You can't, you know, you can't fight him hand yeah. to hand. And he's like, analyze his fight style. She's like, let's, right. and then it's like, let's kick his ass. Right. That Didn't, was great. What was the one thing she said that was like, I forget. She had, she had one line that was just like, oh shit. And I can't remember what it was. I don't know. I don't know. 
But uh, well, well done. What's uh, what's going to happen to Rhodey? I don't know, but I'll tell you, hmm. I would have been fine if he had died. Not yeah. that I wanted him dead, but it would have. Um, I think it would have added some gravity to it. The hmm. way um, killing off for a moment, um, hmm. Agent Coulson did. Kind of yeah. a unifying thing, like, okay, wait a minute. Shit has gone a little too far. Yeah. All right? The cup has fallen off the table. We have, you know, <laughs> yeah. we need to get our shit together because our house is not in order. Yeah. Um, so, but. but I, I think this movie puts to rest the whole, you can't have too many characters in a movie. You yeah. Just have, you just have to know what to do. Yeah. Yeah, because I thought that every I didn't feel that anybody was extra or left out. You could say that like Black Widow didn't get much, but she did. She was a real emotional um, core for yeah. Steve. I thought she was great. Yeah, um, and I think that that really showed the closeness of the team. And she was she was the way. one that that switched sides, sort of. Yeah, because she had a better idea what was going on. Because you got to show that each of the characters—I mean, T'Challa is gonna—they're gonna—he's gonna obviously end up being like super fucking smart because he is. Yeah. Um, but this is not the movie to show that. I um, I also like that she's she's the most malleable in terms of whose side she would be on. Yeah. You know, she's gonna go where it's where it makes the most sense for her. Yeah. 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 Yeah, so. they didn't they didn't like the whole um, you know, I told you I would show you where he was, not stop him. Yeah. Thanks, Obi-Wan. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> <sighs> yeah. Obi-Wan Kawido. That and and Age of Ultron and Avengers and pretty much like most of the Marvel movies, like they've handled multiple villains, multiple good guys. What's the worst Marvel movie? Um, and you can't say Hulk's because those don't count. The the Ed Norton one does. I know it's technically in that universe. They brought, but, they brought Ross but, right. back, so. Um, but I don't consider. I mean, and who the fuck am I? But I I think I'm most. And actually, you know what it is? Because they had, there was something at the end of that movie, wasn't there? Yeah. Yeah. Who was it? Uh, Tony. Tony went to the bar and uh, was talking to him. Yeah, that's true. God damn it. Yeah. Which is fine. Yeah, but I hate that that's like the first of them. No, because Iron Man was the first. Yeah. That's that's how I see it. (laughs) Um, I think as of right now, if I was not going to watch one of them, it'd probably be Age of Ultron. Well, because it's just so recent. Yeah, but it's kind of boring. I don't think they used Ultron to the full potential. They should have had a, a, over the course of two or three separate movies, like the threat looming. Really? And not what just, would they do during those two or three movies, though? Other I mean, stuff. Like I honestly thought, yeah, that but all Ultron, of that Ultron should have come out of the arm that Tony had in his garage yeah, that he true. berated the entire three movies. It should have been that fused with something else. And you know, 
oh, who's the dummy now? And it would have been, oh, shit. And that would have been amazing. <laughs> yeah. And that, I think, is, is the one missed opportunity of the entire universe. So you think that Tell Ultron's the... You think that's the weakest? No. It's the one that I would watch last. Probably the first Thor movie, because the second one looks really nice. The second one, I think, is a little bit better, because the first one is kind of like... It's too, like, fish out of water, let's be funny kind yeah, of thing. Yeah, but Kat Dennings is in it, and she's funny. Yeah, like her. but she's funnier in the second Thor movie. Mm. Yes, that is true. Now, we're, we're talking not... We're talking Disney Marvel movies, right? Not... Because it would be Days of Future Past if I had to pick my least Well, favorite. no. We, well, we're talking this, you know, the 13. Yeah. So, yeah, I would probably go one of those Thor movies because mm. as much as everybody shits on Iron Man 2 and 3. I don't have a problem with them. I don't either. I mean, they have kind of their low moments, I guess. But yeah. but leading up to um, Civil War opening, they were on like, I don't know, TBS or one of the stations, CNT or something like that. Yeah. So I'd be at work and go into the break room and I'd just flip on the TV and one of them was on and then another night there was yeah. another one. And they're just like, well, I could sit here for 20 minutes and watch this. Yeah. You two know, two sets good. up his arrogance really well. Three gives him the fall. Yeah. And... and you get that emotional payoff. And then when What's-Her-Face confronts him, first of all, he thinks that she's going to shoot him because that's just where he is now. Yeah. Um, and and uh, that sets him up for the whole, this is my son, you fucking dickhead. You dropped a building on him. Yeah. And, and it makes sense. But if you jump from one movie where you've just met all these characters to a second movie and you try to hit some iconic, whether it's from another movie or the comic series and you're trying to emulate that emotional impact, you haven't earned it in two and a half previous hours. Right. I'm looking at you, Star Trek 2, Into Darkness or whatever. Oh, fuck the Star Trek movies. And... Batman versus Superman. Let's do this now. They didn't earn the fight. It didn't... It. There was no reason for them to fight. Right. Luthor said, I got your mom. And Clark should have smacked him hard enough to knock him out and fly around the city real fucking fast and been like, got my mom. Fuck yeah. you. Um, yeah. I also even... Like Luther, notwithstanding, if Batman and Superman just went, so you're a good guy or a bad guy? Yeah. You're a good guy or a bad guy? Or if Superman just went, all right, look, you're fucking branding people now, dude. Yeah. All right, just back off a little. Jesus, you're going off the fucking deep end. Let's grab a beer and let's talk about this. You need a friend, clearly. All right? Yeah. Yeah. Cap and Iron Man talked, but it was intense and it was like oh it was a verbal fight between the two of them yeah and but you saw that over if you saw them when they were in the backyard at at clint's house oh yeah when they when cap ripped up groot's brother yeah, right yeah. <laughs> yeah it was getting a little tense because and and that plays into the government agent versus yeah they did batman versus superman better in civil war than batman versus superman <laughs> 
And and I think if you're looking for your Wonder Woman, it would be Giant Man, Spider Man, and Scarlet Witch. Yeah. <laughs> God damn, Spider Man was so funny. I don't even mind that the suit's not like exactly how it should be. You know, it's got the big fat red spider on the back. It's got the tiny black one on the front. So what if there's a little extra blue on the arms? It's got web shooters. He did the whole thing. Yeah. And the webs look nice. Yeah. And Tony had that great line after he's, no, don't tell him, man. And then yeah. he's just standing there. He's like, just, could you, you wanna- give me the fuck? <laughs> Come on, man. It's almost like the director yelled cut and he's just like, all right, is somebody going to get me out? Like, <laughs> yeah. So, and that's why, that's why Robert Downey Jr. is the perfect guy yeah. for that. Cause he's got that, just that, just that, that, that the hell it is. Smarmy attitude. Yeah. yeah. Glibness. That's yeah. just perfect for it. Yeah, it's the it's the I know I'm smarter than you, but I still have to talk to you, and I don't think you're a dick. Yeah, but Peter yeah. Peter should be able to like interestingly move Stark in different directions as well, or Stank, if you will. Yeah, Tony Stank. And see, that's a that's that's one of those hallmarks of a great movie where you're not just like. By the time Stan Lee showed up, mm. I had forgotten Stan Lee hadn't shown up yet. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? I was like that into what was but going he, on. But he shows up when it doesn't matter, which I think is the best way to do it. Yeah. It's not like he's driving a golf cart through the middle of the airport. He shows up at the end. I was looking at IMDb, as you do. Yeah. And it said that the Bluth stair car yeah, was at the airport. I heard that. And the second time I'm watching, I'm just like, God damn it, I'm watching the fight too much. <laughs> now I gotta go see it again just to go yeah. look for the stair car. God, who would have guessed that Arrested Development and Community Guys could do this? Right? <sighs> Wait, who's from Arrested Development in this movie? No, they, the directors. Oh, oh yeah, that's yeah. right. That is them. That's why the Bluth car. Yeah. Yeah, and Jim Rash. And Abed, um, Danny Pudi was in yeah. Winter Soldier, yeah. So does that mean Allison Bree's going to show up in Infinity War? God, I hope so. She's so sexy. <laughs> God. Anyway. Yeah. I know who won't be showing up. Chevy Chase. Yes. Yeah, you don't want him anywhere near War Machine Falcon or Black Panther. No. No. Anyway, what else have you watched lately? Um, oh, what did you get for the trailers? Um, this is so sad. I was so excited for the movie. I totally forgot there was a Rogue One trailer out there. <laughs> and it popped up, and I s- literally slapped Ripley in the chest. And I'm like, here it comes! <laughs> I was like six years old, and she looked at me like, yeah, I fucking know. No, it was just a couple of light taps. I was, I was, we were, I was having fun with that. Uh, so it was. Uh, remember Rogue One, Doctor Strange, but nothing new. No, there was some. I'm really I surprised. Say Escobar didn't see that, which was on the beginning. Oh, and Tarzan looks oh, like man. an amazing achievement that I have no desire to see, mm. none whatsoever. None. I have not seen a trailer. Not even like, I'm watching the trailer, I'm like, oh, I like Christoph Waltz. Hi, <laughs> oh, he's in this. Yeah. I won't see it. No. No desire to see it. Nope. 
What I'm really looking forward to is Nice Guys. It comes out on the 20th. Who's in that? That's um, Ryan Gosling and that other guy. Who's that other fucking guy? No idea. It's um, he punches people a lot. Vin Diesel? No, the other guy. The Rock? No. Steven oh, Seagal? Fucker. He punches people. Yeah, because he's kind of a dick. I think he was in. Oh, um, um, he was in Beautiful Mind. Oh, Russell Crowe. Yeah. <laughs> he hasn't done that in a while. Doesn't mean he didn't. Mm, that's a good point. Ah, <laughs> uh, yeah, that looks wicked good. I can't wait for that. Hmm. I finally watched the uh, this horror movie that I've been looking forward to called Bite. Because um, the hype around it is people were throwing up in the theater. People passed out Ugh. during screenings. Um, Those people are pussies. You know, it was it was well made. The effects were gross. If you haven't seen, if you if you don't know who David Cronenberg is, if you want gross insect. Transformation, yeah. body horror stuff. Watch The Fly. Yeah. Watch Cronenberg's The oh, Fly. That movie that is, is amazing. Oof. And then, then if you like that, watch The Thing after that. It's not about bugs, but it was it was gross, but it wasn't like, oh, my fingernails are coming off again. It's yeah. like, I've seen that. <clears throat> I don't... Uh, I don't know. At least in this, the transformation stuff seemed quick enough that Oh, I should go see a doctor for this infected bug bite on my thigh. But, oh, no, now I'm a brood queen. So, fuck it, I've accepted the fact that I'm laying yeah. insect eggs. So, I don't, I, it gets, there was a movie called Contracted that I really liked about uh, a woman that's slowly turning into a zombie. And it's about all of the different physical, physiological changes she's going through and how she really can't afford to miss work she doesn't have health insurance she has yeah. to go to free clinics so she puts it off and puts it off and puts it off and a lot of people that's like a michael moore movie i know but a lot of people that i that i read reviews from and talked to are like that's stupid why i mean if you have a broken blood vessel in your eye why why wouldn't you go to the doctor well if you're a waitress and your life exists on tips yeah you can't afford to take it two hours off to find out you know why maggots are falling out of my vagina yeah. uh, i almost couldn't get those words out that was weird or you know why the side of my mouth is rotting away and then by that by the point where it's overtaken everything and she realizes it's not norovirus or anything it's mm. too late um but it it it's i liked contracted as opposed to bite because contracted actually has something to say about you know healthcare uh, workers treatment yeah. you know paid leave when you're sick that kind of thing it's subtle which is something i think like neil blomkamp needs to yeah. uh, take a take a note of um it's there i i like the movies where the symbolism is there if you want it Right. Or you could watch it just totally without exactly. it. That's 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 pretty nice. You know a movie does that really well? Mm, Fahrenheit 9-11? <laughs> United 93. The Incredibles. Yeah. 
I mean, they do flat out say the stuff, but it makes sense when the characters say it in context. Yeah. And then when you look deeper, that movie's so fucking mm. perfect. I'm so nervous about a sequel. Oh, I forgot they were doing that. Dory comes out next month. Really? Yeah. Huh. And I'm sure that once the hype from Civil War dies down, that'll be the next big. You'll start seeing that everywhere. Yeah, because I haven't even the, seen ads for it. The talk about uh, Age of Apocalypse or whatever they're calling it, Apocalypse, is not good. Oh, you know how I... I I saw something the other day that led me to believe that it's not going to be great. I did too, uh, directed by Brian Singer. Well, there's that, and mm-hmm. I. it's a little bit more, I can't even describe it. Okay. I'll try to describe it. When it comes to me, I'll, I'll, I'll try to make the point, but it's not. All right, I'm confused, I can't really but put okay. it together. Anyway, um, which is a bummer because I really like Olivia Munn and I want her to have a win. And if you follow her on Twitter, you can see how excited she is about this movie. She's you know? playing an iconic character. Yeah. Regardless, it'll it'll make it'll make it a, a fine amount of money. Yeah, and I was actually surprised <clears throat> that Civil War didn't break two, two hundred. It was a weird time. Like like kids are in school so much later now. You know, and it was Mother's Day weekend. That's a. I, you know, I went to an 1115 show on Sunday on Mother's Day. There were a lot of families in there. Yeah. Yeah. It was surprising. Slowest fucking concession stand I've ever seen in my life. That's why why I go to 11 o'clock in the morning uh, with the other old people. Normally, we we would have gone earlier, but by the time I I was. at a place where I knew what I was doing schedule wise and I could pick seats. We have mm. our four seats. Where do you sit? There's the front section, which is what, five rows, four rows. And then there's yeah. the walk across the front section of carpeting, handicapped seats, the bar. Yeah. And then our seats are the four in the middle so right like from the bar. D. G? D or G? Say. Yeah, G, seven, eight, nine, ten. Five seats on the left, five on the right. We're the four in the middle. Because if anything happens, like if Ripley needs to get out, she can just duck right under the bar. And go. And go. Yeah. I think that's best. Not that we're not prepared. Right. You know. I was in J, but I'm usually like row H. I'm a big H. With with the, the amount of space between the footrests when they're all the way up and the seat. It doesn't matter anymore. Yeah. It's not a pain in the ass. I could, I with my problems, <laughs> yeah, I could sit anywhere in the theater and yeah. it wouldn't matter. Except the front row, that's a little too close. Um, but yeah, getting up and out, nobody has to move. Yeah, and that for 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 anybody with any kind of social anxiety, not having to bother someone to do what you need to do is fantastic. So. Huh. Um, yeah, I have, um, you don't watch Game of Thrones, damn it. Nope, but I know what's going on. It's so good. Yeah, I've heard. It's really good. Right. It's really good. Um, what did I see? There was something. Oh, you know, Kimmy Schmidt. God damn it. Oh, remember, I, I, remember what I was saying? Like, how are they going to sustain this? Yeah. Holy shit. That I thought the season was going to get boring. 
Hmm. I let, I was watching it on my iPad while I'm eating a bowl of cinnamon life. Oh, you told me that. And yeah. I spit a mouthful yeah. of cinnamon life onto my iPad. I don't even remember what the fuck it was, but oh, oh. my God. And then Tina Fey shows up later right. in the season. Oh my God. So goddamn funny. Ah, oh. oh, man. So good. Oh, and fuck Silicon Valley. I'm done. I haven't gone back to I'm it. done. I'm done. What happened? I am three episodes in, yeah. and Richard's tra- talking to someone, and he's just, uh, uh, but uh, I'm like, you know what? Fuck it. I'm not doing this show anymore because that motherfucker can't talk. They need to know. Fuck him. I'm done. Hmm. I All am right. done with that show. Fuck him. All right. I've walked away from a bunch of shows lately. So. And also, it's, you know, it's it's the same, like, it's the same thing. They, you know, they gets into this weird little problem, and sometimes, like, a plot will twist merely on someone kind of going, yeah, but if you just do this, mm-hmm. you know, it's too many plot changes by, like, you know, divine intervention or light bulb bullshit. Okay. Okay? I just, I'm tired of that shit. It's funny. It's got great people in it. Yeah. Okay? I just... I can't stand any scene Richard is in because he looks like he's going to shit himself every time he talks to somebody. And it's not just like, you you, you know, you can almost go, oh, well, if it's people in authority or people, it's fucking everybody talking to Jared. He's getting upset, you know, like, fuck you. Well, I mean, part of the thing with him, though, is every he sees everybody as above him. He he does get horrible the fuck. Then you know what? It's bad direction. Okay, because oh, I meant character wise. I know that's what I mean. It's but it's they need to direct that character better and mm. just stop that shit because it's annoying and they lost a viewer. Mm. Fuck that show. Yeah, I've. Yeah, I'm sorry. I'm yeah, anyway, no, it's okay. It's late. So, uh, real quick before we end, um, the other day I was in here and um, and and I I got this smell. Just like, you know, like, this is going to sound really stupid. So be ready. Oh, I'm always ready. You know how you catch things out of the corner of your eye? Do you catch things out of the corner of your nose? Right. Like that quick, like, what the? Oh, and then it's gone and you don't smell it again. Yeah. If it's toast, you need to. No, it's not to somebody. It's not. It smelled like, like dog poop. Weird. And I'm like. If I had dog poop sitting in this house for a year, that'd be a fucking problem. It also wouldn't smell. Yeah. It looked like chalk. Yeah. Fat, gross chalk. Um, but I, I, and it was just a, and I checked all my shoes. So that took Phantom an hour. Poop. And um, you see that, that don't, don't open it. See the glasses case there, the triangular one. Uh huh. It's got this real like. Dog shit. Chemical odor. smell. And. And if you stick, I made everybody smell it. <laughs> Why? I'm like, it smells awful. Smell it. Yeah. Like, oh. But if you if you if you smell it real close, like I did the first time, like it's like an aftertaste. Like it's like oh, that's yeah. So whatever fucking plastic and vinyl shit they used in that eyeglass case has a lingering odor of poop. All right. So I haven't opened it since then. Good. Yeah. You think I'd throw them out, but that, that was kind of where I was going to land yeah, with that. But... I haven't got there yet. All right. Do we have anything from Scott? I don't think so. I only put the other show up yesterday. He's such a slacker. I'm so lazy. 
Um, I'll tell you, I, I kind of hope not because I'd have to set all this shit up so we can uh, hear yeah, it. Yeah, we don't want that. Uh, checking for mail. Nope. Mm. Nope. I believe he's been busy with yeah. stuff, too. All right. Um, all right. Well, episode 370 what? 389. That's what it was. <laughs> uh, yep. Anywho. All right, everybody. I hope you enjoyed our spoiler fold Civil War thing. We liked it. Hey, Mikey. Yeah. So The girls asked me what I would rate it, and I said I'd probably give it about an eight, an eight and a half. I'd give it a nine. I, I need to see it one more time. I saw it twice. Man, so man, man. I'll see it again. <laughs> And both I would girls, see it again. Let me know when you're going to go again. Both girls were like, you know, at home. That's yeah. when I'm going to get to see it again. <laughs> um, and I don't mean stolen. I mean like yeah. legitimately. Speaking of oh, now, Deadpool came out today. Oh, did it? I was um, every now and then I'll be walking around and just out of nowhere in my head, I I hear this. Sexy motherfucker. <laughs> like, oh, fuck, I got to watch Deadpool again. I love that song. <sighs> Both girls said they would rate it a 10 out of 10. Good. Um, Deadpool, not. No. No. <laughs> I tried watching it, too, with a very lenient parental eye. And I'm like, there's no way. You can't. No, the jokes are too yeah. dirty. Um, even though... We did get through Alien and Aliens. I set up a, and, and I, will, I guess we'll end on this thing. I set up a, I, I, an invitation to the girls and to Ellen for July 3rd at 7.30. 7 7.30? Oh, I don't know. Um, July 3rd is the date that Return of the Living Dead takes place. Really? Yeah. July 3rd, 2016? No, July 3rd, 1985 oh, okay. or 84. Um, so every year on July 3rd, that's the movie I watch. That's my 4th of July weekend movie. Um, and I watched it again, and yeah, there's nudity, but they're girls, so boobs isn't a thing. Um, there's bad language, but halfway through Aliens, both of the girls said, why do they have to talk like that? Nah. And we explained it. You know, Hudson talks like that because it makes him less afraid. And it makes him feel tougher. And I said, you know, adults talk like that in stressful situations. Yeah. You know. So why the fuck are you giving me shit so about it? So shut the fuck yeah. up. Uh, <laughs> so the plan right now is to have the first inaugural. Well, that would be first. The first viewing, uh, annual viewing of Return of the Living Dead. Nice. Ripley loves fucking zombies. Might want to rephrase that. <laughs> nope. I knew it as I was saying it. <laughs> Just gonna. Okay, so we're not doing phrasing anymore. No, two um, gives a shit. All right. So, so on that note, I think I think. Um, are you gonna have your operation? In June still? No, it's probably going to be later in the summer, early fall. I haven't even called anybody yet. Oh, okay. Well, I think after um, we watch that, maybe that week, 
um, I'll give you the week off, and I'll do a full review of the film with the girls. Sounds good. That should be hilarious. Sometimes, for a couple of the reviews, I just sat them in the room and let them just talk to each other. We should um, we should start doing a movie watch thing again. That was always fun. Yeah, I got to find something terrible. Yeah. Okay. Are you there, God, it's me, Kirk Cameron. <laughs> Fuck off, dude. dude. You're so fucking wrong. Yeah. Oh. All right. Jason Bateman needs to have a talk. Exactly. All right, kids. Have a great week. Yeah. Bye. Bye. Simpsons did it only applies to TV show plots. Are you kidding me? It should count even more. Season 5, episode 10, Siegfried and Roy are mauled by their own white tiger. Michael, we are aware of the episode. It's just best not to make light of something. Okay, like, look, there's an episode of Bob's Burgers where Bob enlists the help of an arcade nerd to help him get better at a video game. Simpsons did it. Right, or King of the Hill where Peggy goes to the bowling alley and she's ashamed of her big feet. Simpsons did it. I actually like to play Simpsons did Simpsons. It's the advanced version. Example, season seven, Homer gets hired to be Burns' new lackey and Smithers gets jealous. Simpsons did it, season two. Is this a Simpsons night? Are we finally doing a Simpsons night? Oh, yes, please. Really? It felt like we were going towards famously predicted tiger maulings. Did we? No? Fine. Whatever. All right, but let's put a limit on this. If we cover all 418 seasons of the show, it's going to get unfocused and off the rails. Let's restrict it to the episodes before The Principal and the Poppers. That was the episode most of the writers agree ended the Golden Age. Matt Groening even called it a mistake on the DVD commentary. A dagger through my heart! And no Halloween specials and no clip shows. Not canon. Agreed. Agreed. Oh, if we really want to ruin it for ourselves because we're dead inside, Lisa was sad like a lot. I'm too sad. I'm done, for you were a general of my hopes and dreams. And now, 
Lisa, if you could have one wish, what would it be? To shut myself off from the world and never be seen by human eyes again. Happy birthday to me. Like, a real lot. I mean, they always play it off like it's resolved by the end of the episode, but it never is. She's gonna grow up with some deep-seated psychological problems. She's the forgotten middle child. This is where she prints her weekly feminist newsletter. No, my freakish little huh? friend. That's a seagull. Lisa, please, I can't hear the announcer. Somebody needs to emancipate her fast. Her first kiss is with Nelson Muntz, very obvious bright kid with rock-bottom self-esteem issues. She's going to end up dating a series of assholes who don't deserve her. Yeah, day, Lisa. This is my point. They're all pretty messed up, though. I mean, yeah, sad Lisa, but Bart is way smarter than anyone realizes. Now is the winter of our discontent. Twelfth Hall, banking off the pink tombstone. Nirvana, a state of bliss attained through the extinction of the self. Oh, now I know how George Washington felt when he surrendered Fort Necessity to the French in 1754. What? He can learn foreign languages left and right. And when he sets his mind to something, he's great at it. Yo-yo, soapbox derbying, mixing drinks. Plus, in the first two Sideshow Bob episodes, Bart makes incredible deductive leaps and solves the case. When Aunt Selma lights up her cigarette at the end of MacGyver, she'll be blown to kingdom come. Kids, right? Mm -hmm. How do you figure we missed that? Also, in the one flash forward that wasn't a gypsy's prediction or a fantasy sequence, we learn that Bart actually does become Chief Justice of the Supreme Court. But he's not that smart. I mean, he can't even keep a C average to go to Camp Krusty. He's empirically dumber than a hamster. Lisa proved it. Yeah, he's clearly got some sort of ADHD. I always knew you had personality. The doctor said it was hyperactivity, but I knew better. But his dad also strangles him a lot, which I don't think is good for a kid. I have a kid, and he does not like being strangled. Hmm. Not even a little. In season four, we find out that Bart starts getting neglected when Lisa is born, and then at the end of the episode, that is not resolved. I hate you. Does Homer keep Bart in the basement under a laundry basket with rocks on top of it? Am I remembering that right? Because that is some child called itch where they briefly homeschooled Bart, giving him the attention and the discipline that he needs. He thrives. Also, Probably needs glasses. Probably misses his old glasses. You mean it ain't me noggin eats me peepers? No, he just needs a genuine interest. When he wants to be a Boy Scout, he becomes a knot-tying expert and earns all of the badges, despite a father who sends him death threats calling him scum. Maggie's also a genius. What? What? All right, you win round seven. But she also shot a guy and knocked her dad out with a mallet. That's the kind of thing that labels a kid as sociopath pretty quickly. Marge is a part of the problem, too. She's an enabler. Just take a look at her marriage. Marge threatens to leave Homer for very good reasons, no less than four times in eight seasons. Oh, it's true. It's all true. Homer, don't interrupt. Sorry. And Homer never addresses his problems, and yet she always takes him back. Oh, Homer. Throws back the big catfish for her. After sneaking out and catching it, he caught it. He did the one thing that he promised not to do, the thing that represented his respect for her. All this fish represents is just how selfish you are. In the Space Coyote episode, she begs him not to drink, and then he does. And then he goes missing and ends up at a lighthouse. And then she goes to the lighthouse and calls him her soulmate, even though he didn't learn anything. In fact, he specifically went to the lighthouse to find someone else to be his soulmate. She has to win him back after he betrays her by getting drunk in front of their children and then disappearing all night. And that's bad? My family doesn't know I spend all night at this diner. Is that a problem? It's Freudian. 
Freud is largely considered bullshit by modern psychology. Yeah, I don't mean it's loosely psychological, though. I mean, it's, it's literally Freudian. Bart is the id. He's constantly driven by base desires. Now's our chance to be bad. Jingle bells. In these crazy, topsy-turvy times, who's to say what's right or wrong? But right now, my gut's telling me, bleed gramps dry. And Lisa is the ego, or the intellect. And this perpetual motion machine she made today is a joke. It just keeps going faster and faster. And she's capable of abstract thought, but also these existential crises. Please, Lisa, I thought you loved me. Would it make any difference at all if I never existed? I'm losing my perspicacity! We've degraded ourselves and set back the children's rights movement for decades to come. We're great at a party, at least really great. That's why her and Bart work so well together when they're solving a problem, because she is the philosopher and he is the pragmatist. What's the sound of one hand clapping? Piece of cake. And then Marge is the superego because she's only concerned with what society thinks of the family. Doesn't matter how you feel inside, you know. It's what shows up on the surface that counts. So today, while the rest of you were out being different, I did a very good job of fitting in. And then Homer is the brainstem. This is starting to sound suspiciously like my high school book report on Lord of the Flies. Oh, I have a lot of nerdy, obscure evidence to support this. Okay, try not to get a boner, but go on. I'll get a boner if I damn well please. Season 1, episode 2. Lisa literally reads the dictionary definition of id. Id, along with the ego and the superego, one of three components of the psyche. Later, in that same episode, Sigmund Freud gets mentioned in Bart's genius class. Freud shows how childhood shapes our subconscious mind. Season 2. Ken Brockman is talking to Dr. Marvin Monroe, mentions Freud, and says that he gave us an insight into the human mind. To give us an insight into the human mind. No joke. There's no joke in that line. It's just a thing that he says. Weird line to include in a show that normally turns every line into a joke. Season 3, episode 18. The guidance counselor that used to have a picture of Bart on his wall when he thought Bart was a genius, that picture has been replaced with Sigmund Freud. How can you... Possibly. What? I can close my eyes and watch any episode I want. It's all up here, baby. So, that is several references to Freud's work in just the first few seasons. I think that's intentional. I don't know. It seems kind of sophisticated coming from the show that brought us itchy and scratchy. <laughs> Speaking of which, have you noticed how violent Springfield is? It's like the Quentin Tarantino universe, where insane violence is a cornerstone of all media. Ooh, death sports. Ooh, death by knockout, blood on the ice. There's blood everywhere. I, I just talked to her. <laughs> Those aren't the sucks she came in with. Oh, no, I've killed Wilson. So you mean America? God bless it. No, but even more than us, though. I don't think in the real world a movie about a mouse disemboweling a cat over and over would win nine Oscars. After eight months and nine Academy Awards. Maybe with Meryl Streep is itchy, but still. It's like in the Simpsons verse when Chester Lampwick made Steamboat Willie about murdering an Irishman. He set animation off on this perverse path of ultraviolence. So it's true. Some cartoons do encourage violence. Ugh, ow! Yeah, but I'm not so sure that Itchy and Scratchy is meant for kids. Homer watches it when Bart is a baby, and presumably before. And they use a parental advisory warning at the end of one of the episodes. Man, what a great show! God, I know, right? This love of violence affects the society at large, not just their cartoons. The arcade games are more violent than ours. You can buy a bucket of beer for any sporting event, most of which end in a giant riot. This is a world where people cheer when someone gets electrocuted, or when Mother Goose gets decapitated, or when Krusty the Clown has a heart attack live on stage. This is a world where the hospital has an entire wing dedicated to children who injured themselves 
imitating things that they saw on TV. I won't even subject you to the horrors of our Three Stooges ward. Gee, I never realized TV was such a dangerous influence. The McBain franchise. That's way more violent than the Schwarzenegger movies that they're parodying. They even cheered when they crushed Shelbyville, presumably killing hundreds. And don't forget, it's okay to strangle your kid. Mine's <laughs> 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 at you! Man, what a great show. God, I know. Side note, on Rainier Wolfcastle's late night talk show, his band leader is a black dude named Scoey, but in the McBain movie, his partner that gets shot up is a clearly different black dude also named Scoey. Do Simpsons writers think Scoey is a stereotypical black dude name? Maybe violence isn't a big deal because some of the characters are clearly immoral. I mean, Hans Molman has died multiple times. Now that you mention it... Oh, rats. Oh, no, my brains. Barney gets burned alive. Homer kills all of those candy conventioneers. You in health, candy boys! Yeah, but they do have permanent death. Marvin Monroe, Bleeding Gums Murphy, they're both dead forever. Maud, Krabappel. Maybe there are clones. Maybe people do actually die, but then they're just replaced with duplicates. Barney's got tons of kids around town, and, and Hibbert has at least two long-lost brothers. I myself have spent years searching for my long-lost twin brother. He's a jazz musician or some such. Oh, Akira has so many jobs that it's safe to assume there are at least a few of him. I am Akira. Captain McAllister, too. I mean, what does he do? Does he steer a ship? Does he have a bait shop? Does he own a restaurant? Handsome Pete could easily be a failed Krusty clone. That old woman that says, Can I come to? Failed Marge duplicate. Oh, and what about the guy with the Brooklyn accent who does every job in the town and changes his face multiple times? Those are all superior machines. You're just not a draw anymore. That's for keeping me waiting. Just need to get the old wet dry back. This little guy writes mysteries. Hey, kid, you look good with that cigarette. Prom it is. Yes, the writers call him Raphael. Thank you. Well contributed. And in the Bobo episode, they flash forward to the distant future where there's a set of Homer clones pulling a cart. I mean, there are a lot of sets in Springfield. Nah, make it two. Way to go, bro. I Wiggums, they all look the same. Same with the Van Houtens. And we're not even mentioning Shelbyville, which has like a bizarro version of every single person in Springfield. It's like that's the control group for like this huge clone study. Right. When the Smithers, who's deathly allergic to bees, gets stung a bunch of times and dies, they just sub him out for one of the Smithers that can get stung a bunch without any ill effects. So Springfield is just a town of mentally unbalanced clones? Is that is that what we're landing on? Yep. So who won? Was anyone... Keeping score? Actually, there's enough material in the show that you could pretty much contradict any argument we've just made if, if you wanted to. Even the stuff that contradicts the other stuff. It's a zero, 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 zero tie. What did we learn then? Why did we even do this? Well, there's no moral, Dan. It's just, just a, a bunch, bunch of stuff, stuff that happened. Mono. Oh, man, what a great show. God. I know. So can you, like, close your eyes and see the little Bow Wow episode? Yeah, like, of Really? Yeah. You go all the way to the current seasons. Yeah. Wow. Yeah, I have to. I mean, yeah. Okay. Okay, like- that's enough. No more talking.